Hi, everybody. We're talking with Troy Paul from the Barbecue Pit Stop. The Barbecue Pit Stop is located at 180 North, 300 East. That's right behind Napa Auto Parts on the north side of the boulevard. Let's talk about different types of barbecue cookers. Now, I have a Yoder, a pellet smoker. I also have a pit barrel, which is charcoal. Mm-hmm. What else is out there, Troy? Sure. Well, there are lots of different types. Um, most people are probably familiar with, like, a gas grill. This would be, like, your Weber or whatever it is. You have propane, maybe natural gas. Um, that's what most people are familiar with and have used forever. Uh, probably the most popular recently um, it would be pellet cookers, and that would be like your Traeger, Camp Chef makes some great ones, uh, Yoder, like like what you use. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those are probably the most popular now with smokers because they're so easy to use. And now we have different types, some other charcoal cookers um, that are out there. Each of them has a different good use. So if you want a gas grill, that's awesome, and we can supply those, and we've got some really excellent ones. If you want a pellet cooker, nobody has a better selection um, than we do or expertise on that. Um, we are a Traeger Platinum dealer, um, and so if you're interested in pellet cookers, then we know them inside and out. Um, but basically, gas is great for quick, convenience, hot, and fast cooking. Mm-hmm. If you want to smoke foods, then pellet cookers are really simple now as well, but they they add so much more flavor. It yeah. now tastes wood-fired as opposed to, uh, you know, gas-fired. <laughs> You're not going to get a burger in 20 minutes, but I'll tell you what, what you do get when you get it is pretty amazing. Oh, man, it's so good. And it's, they're just so easy now, too. They have them with Wi-Fi and all these different things, but they're... They're incredible. If you're looking for just more information on that, come on into our store. We can talk you through it for sure. All right. Uh, real quick, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a hickory guy. I love my pellets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you can't just cook one kind of pellet, I guess, for everything that you cook. What, why is it oak? Or, uh, oh, I'm going to re-ask that question. Um, Maybe we talk about does it matter the quality of pellets as opposed to the flavor. Oh, okay. Is what okay. I'm okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went the wrong way with that. Okay. So, Troy, let me ask you this. Does it matter which brand of pellets you get, or, or are they all the same? It, it actually matters quite a bit, Andy. Really? Yeah, and they all look the same, and you think, oh, a pellet's a pellet. Um, but the difference is the type of wood that they use is going to provide a different combustion. And so some of them are going to be more efficient. Some of them are going to just produce a lot of ash and mm-hmm. not great flavor or consistency. Some of them can be harmful to your oven that you're cooking with. It'll start to jam the auger or different things. So you want to make sure that you have a good pellet that has a good wood base on it. And the place to get those is at the Barbecue Pit Stop. It's 180 North, 300 East, right behind Napa Auto Parts on the north side of St. George Boulevard. Thanks, Troy. Thank you, Andy. Compelling guests, hot topics, the latest news, always on the Andy Griffin Show. Is there a juicy part in it for me? Right here on News Radio 890, 92.5, KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome to the program. I'm Andy Griffin. Had a little special segment there of barbecue talk with Troy Paul. That was kind of fun, although I didn't edit it the way I was supposed to. But anyway, it's great to be here. I have with me today on Mayor Thursday, Donia Jessup, who is looking lovely today. How are you, Donia? Thank you. I'm doing very well. I'm allowed, am I allowed to say that? I, I, I could get in trouble for sexual harassment or something <laughs> if I tell you you look good. But you do look good. It never hurts so. to tell a woman she looks good, I promise. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> 
Thanks for coming in today uh, and taking the trip in here. Not that far, but it's far enough that, it, you know, it, it takes a little effort. Well, it's not that far when you stop and grab a coffee along the way. It's there just a pleasant go. drive. <laughs> An excuse to stop and there get you a go. drink. I like it. Of course, Donnie is the mayor of Hilldale, Utah, and uh, just got reelected. How, how did the election go? Was it... Uh, I talked to some people who were running for different offices during that time. Mm-hmm. And by the time the election got there, their feeling was, I don't care anymore. I'm so tired of all this. <laughs> is that kind of how an election works? I, I think so. I think every election is a bit like that. I was just ready for it to be over. It was, um, I won by a very large margin, yeah, yeah. which was, it, it said a lot about where Hildell's at, that they want to continue moving forward, that they like what's happening and I, I loved the results. It was great. I think you're you're spot on with that. I think, you know, people, Colorado City, Hilldale, they say, oh, okay, that's that's polygamous. That's that's mm-hmm. all it is. And they don't want outsiders in there. And they're not progressive. They're they're stuck in 1940 or <laughs> wherever it is. And, and that's not it anymore. Think, things are different now. Right. About people that say that are stuck in the 90s. <laughs> <They> <laughs> well, that's from... when I moved here so, in right. southern Utah. It was 1993. So. Yes. The community has definitely changed. The demographics have changed. The um, It looks different. The thinking has changed. Everything's changed out there. And the doors have been throw, thrown open. And it's very inviting. We don't have a lot of restaurants yet. There's a lot of things that we have to do. But there's been a mm-hmm. lot done. Yeah. And it's a, just a different place, and it's incredibly beautiful. And I I always ask people, invite them out, say, come on out, see what's happening out here. It's not what you th- remember. It's not what you, right, we're told <laughs> in the 90s or even the 2000s. Yeah. But it's a great place to live. Do you like the idea, the fact that you are kind of, for better or worse, you are at the forefront of all this? I mean, when when somebody says progressive and Hilldale's changing and things are different than they used to be, your name is going to come up first when, when we talk about all this stuff. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's great with me. Yeah. Um, I feel feel good being a part of that change. You know, it was really quite scary, to be yeah. honest with you, in oh, the beginning. Yeah. Um, I and, and, and by the way, when she says scary, we're talking about physical intimidation <laughs> and threats and actually things being done. Real scary, not mentally scary, but really scary. Right. There was, there was physical scare and there was mental scare. I had to deal with my own mental blocks mm-hmm. about who I was and what I could do for my community and, and if I had what it took to do it. Because going into things, you don't really know what it's going to take. And people would tell me, you know, going into this, even, even involving yourself in politics, it, you have to have a real strong backbone. Sure. And I had no idea. Like, you cannot <laughs> describe what you have to have to go into this field, but then to be a woman and go into this field. And yeah. just stand up for what's right and just be strong and powerful in that decision and that choice and not be swayed. Not be swayed by bullies, not be swayed by, well, you're a woman, you need to go home and take care of your children. Mm-hmm. Like, there's things said that I don't even think people realize how offensive it is hmm. when they tell you, well, you need to go home and take care of your family. Well, my friend, I'm taking care of my family 24-7, no matter what job I do. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. it was incredibly scary, but I'm so glad to be a part of it because I know I'm going to make the best decision for the most and though that's a hard thing to do, yeah, a really hard thing because to do. Because somebody's going to have their feelings hurt. Somebody's going to be mad at you no matter yeah. what. But I just kept bringing it back. I still every decision that I make, I bring it back. What is the best for most? And I try to not ever hurt anyone, and and make sure people get their needs met. 
but you cannot give everybody the, the things that they want. Right. We can just do the very best we can. Right. There's, you know, and, and then that, that's like a small representation of probably what it's like to be a, a national politician or even a state politician. There's right. so many people that want so many things from you and you have to be smart enough. And I think you are, Donnie, but I don't know that all of our politicians are. You have to be smart enough to discern what is the most important for the most right. people. You, you really have to ground yourself and, and decide who are you? Hmm. What do you stand for? And then you stick to that. Yeah. Don't be swayed by opinion. That that is a really oh, I gotta say that's huge. To not be swayed by opinion, yeah. good or bad. Yeah. To not let that feed the ego or tear you down, but to continue to be strong in what you stand for. Did did uh besides individuals, did, was there organizations were there organizations against you? Did did the old FLDS church did they officially you know, go after you or anything no. like that? No. Oh, no. Oh, that's good. No, I didn't have anything like that. It was more of an individual thing. Hmm. People not getting their own way. People yeah. not getting the things that they wanted and I wouldn't be bought. Let's, let's talk about Simply. it. And that's awesome. Uh, and, and I got advice way back when I first started in the radio business is you're going to get a lot of compliments. You're also mm-hmm. going to get a lot of insults. Don't believe any of them. That's exactly <laughs> the truth. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the pro- progressiveness of Hilldale. Uh, things are happening. Tell us what, what's happening. What's making Hilldale progressive? Well, it might sound a little foreign, but <laughs> maybe not. Um, the, the, all of the land was owned in common by the church, the UEP had Mm -hmm. a trust, and all the land was held in common. So a a big question that I get is, how do we know Hilda will never go back and be controlled by an individual? And it's a valid question. It is a valid question, and this is the answer. Private land ownership. Hmm. Never did we own our own land, and now we do own our own land. So no one can come in and say, you can't live in that house anymore, you have to live in that house, and just stir things up and move things around. No one can do that. We own our own land now. So that one reason makes it so no one can ever come in and and turn us back into something that we don't want to be. And we're all different. We are not one big church out there. We are very diverse. A lot of new people have moved in. A lot of people have moved out. Like I moved out. I was gone for four years and I moved Uh back. So there's a lot of that. But there's people that have moved out that have never had anything to do with Hildell or Colorado City. There's jobs out there and it's open like one acre lots and an incredible view and our schools are top notch water canyon school is mm-hmm. is top notch in utah so we have fabulous teachers and support systems we have resources that we're building the community is building and it's the people coming together to build this community so there's a lot of healing that's gone on and we understand the need to heal and the steps to healing there was, so. there was, there was a feeling uh, in the '90s, probably, and, and mm-hmm. before that, that uh, Hildale, Hildale didn't want to be bothered. Hill, mm-hmm. It was its own thing. Leave us alone. Don't come here. Uh, don't, you know, don't don't visit us. Don't. <laughs> Uh, and, and it was, it was real and palpable. And I told you this story before, but I remember going out to the restaurant that was out there and this is probably 95, 96. Mm-hmm. The Mark Twain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I felt, even though the food was incredible, by the way, uh, I felt like they didn't want me there. I, I was like, you know, as soon as we finished our meal, we got in our car and we went home because right. there was no uh, dawdling or hanging out or anything like that because I, I felt like we didn't want, well, you didn't want me there. Uh, now, with the independence of, like you said, the, the property ownership, 
uh, things are changing. And, and in fact, it can become a pretty cool little tourist town. Yeah, so the messaging back then definitely was stay out, go away, we don't want you here. That yeah. truly was the messaging, mm-hmm. which is why we rebranded Hildell to Welcome Home. So that you could feel that warm hug when you hear those words and that yeah. we truly do want you here. Now, to be a tourist town, that's that's another little hot topic out there. Is it? Because some people want to open up to tourists and some mm-hmm. want to keep the community just like country living and Yes, let's have tourists, of course, but we don't want to be Springdale. We don't want to be Rockville, right? right? So there's a fine line. And my theory is if we get out ahead of it and we lead it, then we're going to be okay. If we straggle behind and just follow and pick up the pieces, then it's just going to be a disaster. So that's what um, the town council and the different entities in the community are trying to come together and figure out how we want it to look for tourists. Because we are an open community. We have beautiful trails, mm-hmm. um, yeah, beautiful water parks. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. And we want people to be able to enjoy that. Uh, we just don't want to be overran. So we have to figure that out. And I think that that's kind of a big thing for all of southern Utah. Yeah. You know, when COVID first hit and St. George was one of the only open places, Gunlock Reservoir was harmed yeah, in that. It was, for sure. So that's, you know, we're looking at that for out to Hilldale and the Water Canyon trails and that. And we just don't want it to be, to be ruined or yeah. overused. Understandably, understandably so. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. First of all, where do people that live in Hilldale, Hilldale's what, about 3,000? Oh, unfortunately, we just got our census back. And the census was wrong. But we're down to just like 1,200 oh, really? is what the census says. But according mm. to our schools, we have over 300 children in just one school. So we have to have at least 2,000 People yeah. in, just in Hildell. Kids got to have parents. Right? right. And we're looking at utility hookups and that sort of thing. We're like, the mm-hmm. numbers are off. But our census did not do us justice this year. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, well, where where do people that live in Hildale work? Or is there enough right now industry in Hildale to have them stay there? Or still a majority of them still coming to uh, St. George or wherever to well, work? Well, because the majority, I don't even know if you can say majority anymore, but because there's so many construction workers mm-hmm. and St. George is one of the number one growing cities, yeah. a lot of people travel down here. Now, there are a lot of big businesses there in Hildell mm-hmm. and Colorado City. So we have Plus One, we have PRMI. We've also had Balance of Nature move out. Their production plant is That's out amazing. there. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. And they are hiring like their first number was like they were going to hire 120, and I don't know what they're up to now. I know I have a couple of, of kids that work out there, and they love working out there. Hmm. So there's there's so many jobs, and you see the signs up all over St. George. Well, they're up out to Hildell also hiring. Please, yeah, he, help wanted. Yes, yeah. help wanted. We're just, <laughs> so, yes, there are a lot of people that travel down for construction jobs, Um nursing jobs, that sort of thing. But there's a lot of jobs right there in Hildell. It's been pretty great that that we're able to to work in the town we live in. Yeah, and, and that's, I think, probably a goal of yours, mm-hmm. right? To, yes. to get people to stay home. Stir up work. that industry yeah. and keep the dollar rolling right there in Hildell. Um, as far as um, the problems of modern-day society, especially right here in southern Utah, 
Are you experiencing some of the same problems? Is traffic starting to be an issue? Uh, water, of course, is <laughs> is going to be an issue in southern Utah. You do want to talk about the hot uh, topics. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about uh, a couple of those topics? Sure. So traffic, um, if, if you're from southern Utah, you've always heard stay off SR-59 or you're bound to be hurt or killed. Mm-hmm. That road has been very dangerous. Um, UDOT came in and put in new passing lanes. Um, some turn lanes, and really clean that up. We still have people that speed, mm-hmm. and they're not all from Hilldale. There's people yeah. that speed all over, everywhere. We still have that. But it is such a, it's a much safer drive now. Um, inside Hilldale, we don't have traffic problems. <laughs> we need more traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Water's a different issue. Yeah, We have the same, we sing the same song that all of Southern Utah sings. There's not enough, and it's not clean enough. So we have to find more, and we have to clean it correctly. So that's where we're at, out to Hildale. And that's my next four years is just working on a water project or several water projects. So we can have a five-year, a 20-year, and a 50-year fix. Wow, 50 years. I know. (laughs) You know, I get phone calls and text messages of my neighbor's garbage is all over. Or, you know, there was an annoying dog barking last night, and it was mine. And I couldn't (laughs) even call the mayor. (laughs) But we have that. But really... As a mayor, I'm looking at, yes, we have immediate problems, but we we are designing and, and fixing problems for the future, for our grandchildren, mm-hmm. not just today's fix. It, so, it, And it's hard sometimes to have that kind of foresight because you're like, you have hey, to have hey, vision. I, I, I'm good. I've got the next five to 10 years planned. I'm good. Well, that's actually not good enough anymore. Is it, it isn't. And when you, when you realize four years, a four-year term goes so fast. Mm. It's like, I have to quickly get things set up. So if a new mayor comes in in four years, that person is ready to roll. And there are clear systems in place that this person isn't just completely confused and wondering what the heck went on during the last term. Because, as you know, when I went in, everyone walked out. So I was left holding a bag of, I don't know. And I don't ever want to do that to anyone. I want to set up systems so that anyone can go in there and just continue to carry on and have their vision, but have some stability for our community. That's the whole point of my job. Yeah, there's, you know, there's an expected transition when you get a new uh, new council person or mayor <laughs> in place. But if you can make it easier and right. smoother and quicker, uh, then they can get down to, to doing. Right. Know, doing Elections get so ugly and nasty. And mm. then when someone comes in and then they're sitting next to you, if you had been <laughs> yeah. rude in any way or disagreed, well, now you're sitting on the same council and you have to come together and form some solid solutions for a community that you both love. Yeah. So I, I wished we could bring some tastefulness back into agreeing to disagree, but we'll see. In, in the whole world, <laughs> right? In the whole in world, Facebook and comments on Absolutely. news stories everywhere. We, yeah, if we could just class it up a little bit, that mm-hmm. would that would be fantastic. Talking with Donia Jessup, who is the mayor of Hilldale. We've got a weather break in about three minutes or, or so, Donia. So we'll, we'll keep going here for a minute. Uh, talk about balance of nature a little bit. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm one of the reasons they had to build a plant out there because I take balance of nature every nice. day. Uh, and, and I love the product. I feel like it really helps me energy-wise, uh, among other things. Plus, I'm not great at veggies and stuff like that. So that <laughs> Why would you me. ever chew a salad when you could swallow a pill? Exactly. <laughs> because of the dressing. <laughs> oh, oh, that's true. That's it. Uh, but uh, balance of nature, uh, I think, surprised a lot of people when they said they're going to build you know, a plant out in Hilldale, Utah. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people were like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, there were. <laughs> <laughs> Why, how did that come about? 
Well, I know that they had a lot of people working in St. George for them okay. in their offices. From Hildale? From Hildale. Okay. Um, people that had moved out of Hildale and were now living in Cedar or Hurricane or New Harmony, different areas around. And they got to know the people. And in talking with them, they said, what kind of people live in Hildale? And they said, the very kind of people that you're working with now. Like, ask anyone that's worked with people from Hildale in southern Utah, and they're going to say, they are incredibly good workers. Like, we know how to work. Mm-hmm. Our motto has been dawn till done. Dawn forever. till done. I like it. We work yeah. hard. And so they saw that, and they grabbed that opportunity. There was a very large building available in Hildale, and they took it and ran. That was a smart business move for them. There was the, the people and an industrious people, and, and they took it. Yeah. It was a good decision. Working out pretty well for them, I think. Right I now. hope so. I really yeah. hope that they're getting the workforce that they need. When I drive by, you know, when they very first started, there was like five cars, and I was like crossing my fingers like, come on, come on. I know there's more people that need jobs. <laughs> and now you drive by, and there's about, oh, goodness, 60 to 80 cars out there every day. That so that's so kind awesome. of how I'm judging how it's going out there is it's cars, the traffic. <laughs> how, many, how many pickup trucks are in the lot? Huh? Well, <laughs> there's more like moms. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot of cars. Okay. <laughs> the pickup trucks are headed to St. George on SR59. <laughs> a lot of Kias then in the parking lot. <laughs> there you go. Minivans. Minivans. Yeah. Balance of Nature opened a big plan out there. How, do you know how many people they employ right now? Do you have a guess? Uh, just out in Hildale? Just in Hildale. Close yeah. to 100. Wow. Okay. And I know and, that my daughter there at the plant is listening, and she's probably like, Mom, no, that's not it, but it's close. <laughs> Come on, Mom. Uh, yeah, well, and I know, I mean, we run commercials for them all the time mm-hmm. saying we need more. So they're looking for more people. Yeah, they are. They do sure. need. And, you know, it, they pay well. They do. Like, the people from Hildell have traveled to St. George for less than they're getting right there. So people are coming up the hill. I call it up the hill. People are coming out to Hildale uh-huh. to work at Balance of Nature, and it's it's worth it. It's up the hill. That works. It's up the hill, yeah. <laughs> All right. Time for that weather break. Uh, we're talking with Donnie and Jessup. Donnie, if you'll hang out, hang out a little while, I sure appreciate it. You bet. We're interactive on The Andy Griffin Show. Call in, Call in at 673-5890 or text in at 435-467-5842. Let your voice be heard on The Andy Griffin Show. Welcome back, 934 on KDXU. I'm Andy Griffin. Thanks for tuning in. I've got Mayor Donnie Jessup from Hilldale City with me today, looking uh, fantastic, as uh, as always. Thank life, you. Life is good. Life is good. She had to put her reading glasses on. Oh. Yeah. Now everybody knows. <laughs> I had to put my reading glasses on because text messages were coming in, and I got it right. There are about 100 employees at Balance okay, of Nature good. in Hildale. Okay. <laughs> I actually have to take my – I wear glasses like to watch TV and stuff. I have to take them off if I, if I want to read my text. So I'm the opposite of you. Oh, well, That's I so send weird. the craziest text to people, and my sisters laugh at me and say, hey, put your glasses on so you can see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, my biggest problem is the uh, voice-to-text because I like to talk when I text. I know. And if I don't read it through it before I send it, it usually is pretty pretty funny. Yeah, so. Siri is always trying to correct me, and she sends the wrong things. <laughs> now, now, I'm not going to, I don't know a lot about this topic, but I had a couple of people say, boy, they're really doing good things with emergency response times out in Hilldale. Uh, like I said, I don't know anything about the topic, but all I know is what I keep hearing. So tell us about that, Donia. So the, re- the emergency response time in Hilldale has always been great, but they actually just got an award from the state of Arizona for the fastest time really? in Arizona. Yes. 
So in the whole state of Arizona, in the entire state of Arizona. Wow. We just went on a tour. So after the election, my city manager put together a strategic planning day, mm-hmm. and we were able to go visit all of the different departments. And um, we went through the 911 dispatch with the chief of police, and he told us that they had received that award. So it's interesting that that, mm-hmm. that came up. But, you know, Hildell has always been known for their EMTs and paramedics, um, their response time, the care they give. They've always been top-notch in Utah, always. So there's been a drop in the volunteers because there hasn't been there, – there's not as many that live there. Mm-hmm. But there's many going to EMT class and and – turning that around we're down to like 90 volunteers where before there was 120 at the peak there was 120 Mm -hmm. volunteers so the entire emt response is all volunteer and firefighters so and and you know they're top notch the financial compensation is not much for these people they're doing it because they want to make things better where they live which is commendable i think it it is they do it because they love what they do and who they do it for Mm mm-hmm that's, that's incredible. Um, yeah. Is there, I mean, what's behind that? I, I just people wanting to, to make it better. I mean, to have that fast a response time in what, quite frankly, is a rural town is unheard of. Right. Um, you know, we were, we were raised that way. We were raised loving each other. You know the community that we were raised in. Mm-hmm. We were like a big community, um, and we really loved each other. And that is still our basis for why we do what we do. And we're always pushing ourselves to be better. And like I said, our motto has always been Don Tell Done. We don't quit. You simply don't quit. That's not even in our vocabulary. I, I want to ask you, and, and you can defer and not answer, or you can, uh, you can be kind or, or not. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what, how does Hilldale feel about St. George, about was- the rest of Washington County, about Washington City and Hurricane and Santa Clara. Is there an overriding feeling like, wow, those are the big city folk or we don't, mm. we don't like going in? What's the general attitude out No, there? I can't speak for everyone, of course, but, you know, the circles I run in. No, St. George has always been like our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Like we've always shopped in St. George. We eat in St. George. St. George, to me, is a part of my community. It's Washington okay. County. Um, back when I was a kiddo, <laughs> a long time ago, <laughs> it was Cedar City. Was it? I don't know that you remember, but Cedar used to be the big town here in yeah. Southern Oh, Utah. yeah, I do remember. In fact, they're still mad that they're not anymore. <laughs> Just talk to anybody that lives there. <laughs> oh, and I, I was actually raised in Cedar part-time. Okay. My mom ran the nursing home up there. But then it transferred down here in St. George. And to me, it's just been the community that we're involved in. So... It's not the big city or anything like that to us. It's just our neighbors. Like people say, oh, I'm sorry that you had to go on such a drive to come down here to this meeting. And I'm like, I do this every day. Yeah. Like, and now the houses are, you know, you travel from Hilldale to um, Apple Valley and there's houses all the way between from Apple Valley to Hurricane. Yeah, it used to be country. (laughs) Yeah. If there's Lava Rock, there's no houses. But other than that, there's houses. So this whole, this whole, I want to say this valley of of uh, St. George and Hildale, it's just filling in Hmm. and we're becoming one big community. But I have loved working with the folks in Washington County, the different mayors, the St. George mayor, uh, Mm -hmm. Washington city mayor, hurricane mayor. They've always been so good to me. When I first became the mayor, they were very kind and reaching out and saying, what can we do to help you? And I didn't even know what questions to ask. I, I didn't know. So no, I've, I've really relied on, on Washington County a lot, and I've really appreciated them. I'm, I'm going to say something. You may not agree with me, but I, I feel like 
uh, in politics, the best person for the job should be elected. Uh, there's been a movement recently. Uh, in fact, it's last election. You look at Nanette Billings out mm-hmm. in Hurricane, Michelle Randall here, plus the city council. Uh, Michelle and, and uh, Natalie got elected here mm-hmm. uh, to the city council. Uh, a movement of females mm-hmm. uh, in charge. Now, I, I, I kind of get a little bit bothered when it's, well, well, finally we're recognizing that women are better than men and stuff like that. Mm. I've never agreed with that. I've always felt like it doesn't matter what gender you are or what race you are, for that matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is the best person for the job. And, and I think you represent that, Donnie. And not, it, I mean, you're a beautiful lady, but it's not because you're a beautiful lady that you're the mayor. It's because you're the best person for the job. I appreciate you saying that because that's always been my message. Don't vote for me because I'm a woman. Nadette Billings and Michelle Randall and all of those, they didn't run on, I am a woman, hear me roar. You must vote for me. That is not what they ran on. They ran on principles, what they believed in, what they could bring to the city. And so that we're recognizing that, yes, we do need women in leadership positions because we need that voice. We need the balance. Mm -hmm. And things are changing. Like it or not, things are changing. Right. And we need all the voices at the table. So I appreciate that there's more women in leadership position, not because they're a woman, but because of the, what they can bring. It's, it's simply that. It's who is the best person to do the job. And uh, the last time I was on this radio show, I talked about that very mm-hmm. thing. Let's just get the people that can do the best and put them in those positions and take the okay. race and the gender out of it. Let's do what's best for the most. I absolutely agree. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring an analogy to bear here. Uh, I've been married to my wife for 33 years. We have five children. Uh, they fantastic kids. Been, been really had a great time with her. There's certain things she's not good at. There's mm-hmm. certain certain things that I'm not good at. But because we have because we fit together so nicely. The things she's not good at, I am. Yeah. And the things I'm not good at, she is. She's good at money, at finances, balancing mm-hmm. the budget. She's fantastic at it. In fact, the, the best person I've ever met. And you, all these financial planners come in and they're like, uh, oh, you should do – oh, wait, you're already doing it. You should do – oh, you're already doing it. I know. She's fantastic at that. If, if I was in charge of finances, we'd be a wreck. We'd be, right. It would be a mess. Uh, by the same token, my kid, my wife hates hugs. She is not a hugger. Mm-hmm. She's never been a hugger. The kids would, you know, they they get a boo boo and they would always come to dad for a hug and and kisses and whatever. Right. Because I'm good at that stuff. My wife was not good. It, it's that same kind of thing. It doesn't matter that she's the mom and so she should be the one hugging. No, that that, that doesn't. No, mean there's anything. not shoulds. Yeah. And I think you use the right word balance. Mm-hmm. We balance each other. And what this world needs is some balance right. and stop screaming about a woman should or a man should and we should this and should that. No, let's stop shoulding and just doing. Yeah. Let's just do it because it's right. Well said. Well, well said. All right. Uh, Seth is on the phone line. Seth, what's up? You want to talk about emergency services? Um, balance in nature is one of my favorite local businesses. Me too. And when I turn on Fox News, there must be four commercials an hour. Really? Sometimes two or three in a row. Hmm. So maybe the secret to success is to go on Fox News like the pillow man. (laughs) I mean, he was selling pillows one day, and now he sells Head to toe, everything in the house. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? The the my pillow guy. I know who you're talking about. All right, he shows up in people's bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to not do that. I hope not literally, anyway. <laughs> uh, 
you, you open up your medicine cabinet and the pillow guy's inside, right? <laughs> so uh, I try, I'm really cautious when I open up my uh, medicine cabinet. I, uh, maybe Mike Lindell will jump out. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah. Well, there, there's other businesses, and I really go out of my way to support uh, one another, and maybe you are aware of some more that I'm not aware of, but Squatty Potty. I sent all of my family Squatty Potties. Boy, there was a bunch of resistance, and now, <laughs> and now the... Uh, Pun intended. <laughs> now the kids... Um, uh, in the family are buying their own. I sent them to mom and dad, my brothers and sisters, and now the nieces and nephews find out they can't live without it. But it hasn't made the splash that balance of nature is. And uh, it, it's a, oh, I'm sorry, am I doing it again? Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm uh, inadvertent. I didn't mean that. Uh, so um, if there are other businesses I'd like to that you know were born and bred in in St. George or the surrounding area. I'd like to know about them because I I feel like if we support and talk to these, our community grows and prospers. There's jobs, there's opportunities, there's growth, and uh, I think we need to be cheerleaders for. Uh, of course, if it's a rotten product, you know, if it's heroin, maybe you shouldn't. Uh, Put it on Fox News, but um, other legitimate businesses. If if there are people like Balance of Nature, I'd like to know about them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Donnie, do you know of any out in Hilldale or or even just in the surrounding areas that are uh, maybe needing a little help or or, or on their way or climbing the ladder? Uh, d- boom. River Rock. <laughs> River Rock, sure. <laughs> no, nothing just like pops to mind. Um, okay. We do have a new bees out to uh, Colorado City. And, a new what? Uh, a bees. It's a bees. new grocery store out there. Oh, really? And it's it's beautiful. It's like a mini Harmons on okay. steroids. It's really great. But it's definitely worth stopping when you're out in Hildale looking at, you know, visiting the trails and that. Yeah, or if you're just uh, driving through town. Mm-hmm. Or drive, you know, uh, what, what's the road again? 57? Yes, SR 59. 59. That's right. our 59. Yeah, if you're driving out that way, uh, pop in. I, I think, you know, maybe when we talk about the progression of the town, that's, in my mind, because I'm an outsider and mm-hmm. I've never lived there, but that is one of the biggest progressions is, is you can stop in Hilldale now or Colorado City and not feel alienated, not feel stared at. Just stop and get gas, stop and get some groceries, right. stop and walk the trails. Uh, that's different and that's good. I, people don't even look at me. I'm like, well, everyone's just living their lives. It's such yeah. a different environment than what I grew up in. But uh, it, it's just a great place to be. Um, okay, well, let's see. Let's get a commercial break in. Uh, and I want to talk about Joe Shoney for a minute, and then we'll finish up the show. I wanted to ask you about something and see if I, I didn't write it down, but it will pop into my head hopefully during the commercial break, okay. Donia. All right. Talking with Donia Jessup, who is the mayor of Hilldale. Uh, all right. First of all, uh, we need to take care of business with Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney is a sponsor of the show and has been for quite some time. Uh, really appreciate him. He's with New American Funding in St. George, right downtown. In fact, I think it's uh, like, uh, what, uh, well, let me get the address exactly for you. 162 North, 400 East, Suite 205. So just uh, right downtown in St. George. He's been serving Southern Utah for more than two and a half decades as a loan consultant who
whose specialty is customer service. Give Joe a call. You will not be sorry at 435-319-8214. He's got a perfect score on Google uh, with all the reviews that have come in on Google. He's got a 5.0. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that 5.0 score. Again, the phone number for Joe Shoney, one more time, is 435-319-8214. Joe Shoney is NMLS 121041. So you think you know guns? Well, maybe you do. But do you know what the bad guy's thinking when he's carrying a gun? Well, I'm here to tell you, you can learn a lot more about what the bad guy is thinking at Firearms University. Offering a special class, it's February 2nd at 6 p.m. Brett Pruitt's going to teach a class, former police officer. The class is called Counter-Criminal Psychology. It's at Rowdy's Range. That's located at 610 Industrial Drive. And they got a special deal going right now. Class is usually $40. If you mention that you heard about it on the radio, it's $25. That's $15 off the class. It's counter-criminal psychology at Firearms University and Rowdy's Range and Shooter Supply at 610 Industrial Drive. I'm Andy Griffin. I'll be there for the class. It's going to be good stuff. Learn what the bad guy is thinking. It may help save your life someday. Call Rowdy's today. The phone number is 435-275-2550. That's 435-275-2550. Rowdy's Range and Shooter Supply and counter-criminal psychology. Hey guys, there is some important news that all men should take very seriously. Your prostate health. Are you urinating more frequently? Are you waking up at night to urinate? Are you sick and tired of prostate pills that just don't work? Sound familiar? If you are one of the millions of men with prostate problems that are driving you nuts, there is some great news. Prostagenics is the all-natural product that beat over 157 other prostate supplements in lab tests and was rated the number one most powerful prostate supplement in the world. Number one, because it works. So why not try some prostagenics and your prostate troubles will be a thing of the past. You'll get a great night's sleep and stop waking up in the middle of the night to go to. Welcome back to the program. I'm Andy. Thanks for tuning in today. Donnie Jessup is the mayor on Mayor Thursday, Mayor of Hildale. Hi, Donnie. You doing all right? Doing great. Appreciate you being on the show. I got a text here just a few minutes ago uh, from my wife. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, you know, sometimes it's, Hey, Hey dummy or whatever. What'd you do wrong with the, the, the text is, uh, I do too. hug my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, yes, she does. I mean, uh, someone ran into, she works for Washington city. Oh, okay. Someone ran their car accidentally into the side of the building. Uh, on the other side of the brick wall, the car ran into is where my wife's desk is. <gasps> Now, fortunately, they were, you know, they were parked and they just hit the gas instead of the brake and, uh-huh. and it went over a curb and in. And so it didn't penetrate the wall and create too big of a mess. But uh, holy cow. But it felt like and, an earthquake. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't have any more details. She said uh, it's an older lady. Uh, her husband had just passed away and, you know, she was going through some things. But, oh, that's incredibly uh, sad. Yeah. I hope they're all okay. Yeah. I think everybody's okay, but uh, scary situation yeah. there. So just so you're aware out there, uh, a Apparently, a car ran into Washington City Hall <laughs> just a little while ago, Not within the last 20 minutes. <laughs> Not on purpose, yes. And uh, uh, I think everyone is all right. Uh, but uh, that's I, uh, I think it's the first time I've ever gotten a text like that during my show, Donna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of texts are you getting during the show? <laughs> hey, Mom, you said this wrong. Right. Or, yeah. I, I did get confirmation that we were good on balance of nature. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Uh, there was one other text in here. Uh, somebody had a question for you. Okay. Well, this is kind of a loaded question, Mayor. Uh, they're asking what 
right now, and we talked about a couple of the issues, but what are some of the biggest problems right now in Hilldale City that you have to deal with as a, as a mayor? Well, you know, the show right before this, they were talking about zoning. Oh, um, zoning. Yeah, so we zoned, and that's the first year I was there. Mm-hmm. Then that was one of my goals is to zone. And so we did the zoning, and, you know, some people agree, some people don't agree. There's people that are angry. Government's not going to tell me what I can do on my land sure. type thing. Sure. But generally, it's more of a thank you for the boundaries. Now we can grow our city the way we want it to grow and, and have it look good. You can't just put up a building wherever you want. Really nilly. Yeah. Right. Just really, really. <laughs> nilly. So there's that. And then we have, I hate even bringing this up because this is going to blow everything up. That's okay because it's an issue. We have an animal control problem. Which so you, we're you're talking about dogs and dogs, cats or yeah, dogs, dogs and cats. And I get a lot of, you know, I received a text message a couple months ago that said, you're not worth the space you're taking up on the planet because oh, no. the people in your community hurt dogs. Well, the people in my community don't hurt dogs. There was a dog hurt. Yes. There are, are animals hurt sometimes everywhere, yeah. not just Hildell. It seems like when something happens at Hildell, it's splashed out on the news. Like this happened at Hildell. Well, it happened in St. George, too, but nobody put it on the news. Yes, we have an issue. Yeah. We are working on that diligently. But, you know, hot topics, the things that I work with, we, have, we work with dog issues, zoning issues, water issues, that sort of thing, just your day-to-day like every other city. By the way, got another text. Really enjoying this morning's show. Thank you, Andy and Mayor Jessup. Oh, thank you. Very nice text. Uh, very pleasant text. We've got uh, seven or eight minutes left. Um, as you as you um, guide Hilldale into mm-hmm. the future, what are the most pressing things that you want to accomplish uh, in the next four years? Well, I would really like to see more businesses out there. We need a tax base, mm-hmm. and we have you know we have Subway. We have the border store. We have a few businesses like this, like that, excuse me. But Colorado City, because we are these these sister cities, these mm-hmm. twin cities is what we used to be called. The nucleus, the downtown is in Colorado City. So that's where all the tax base is. So we have got to create out in Hildell more of a tax base. Oh, you know something we did do right before the end of the year. We really pushed this. We annexed up to the Apple Valley borders. Oh, wow. So now we're going to have some space to grow. Um, County commissioners were like, why do you want this? Why do you want to do this? Well, we were so locked in in Hildell. And there, you know, there used to be a story, go out to Hildell and get land. It's cheap. Well, that isn't so. Really? That is absolutely not so. There is no land in Hildell. What is... So if I wanted to buy a lot right now in Hildell, I can't get... Full market value. You can find okay. lots for full market value. The and, rumor and that's was not cheap, folks. no, and it is not cheap. The rumor was go out there and grab land as fast as you can, and it simply isn't so. Hmm. Um, people, are, we are doing lot splits now, so you can have a half acre or a third of an acre instead of the one acre that everything was one acre. And yeah. there's been a lot of weeds in the backyards. Now we're able to split the lots, and people are building homes on that other half acre and selling those or renting them out. Because what we have in Hilldale is a huge need for smaller houses. The families are not great big families. And like my children are not having big families. They're having two and three children. That's it. So now we've got to build homes and create space for that size of family. So in annexing all the way out to Apple Valley border, we now have an opportunity to grow. Which is 
all the kids are coming back. Like they want a place to live out there. And we had to do that in order to provide them a place. You talked uh, about uh, zoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hot topic here in town: short-term rentals. Uh, we're talking about you know for the weekend or one yeah, week or, or whatever. Those. Is that is mm-hmm. that an issue in Hilldale? Not an issue per se, but we have a lot of them, hmm. um, and it, and it's a beautiful place to stay. And the sure. people that are doing that, they're busy, not right. as they're busy in the winter, stuff, yeah. right? But they're, I mean, their rentals are busy. Like, oh, I see. I but see. we have a, another big problem out there. We have our uh, GPS coordinates, our zip codes, our tax monies. This might open up a whole nother can of worms too, but it goes to Hurricane Utah right now. Really? Because of the way the GPS is set up. So there's some issues with that that we've got to set up. Um, I don't know that I can say her name, but I'm going to because she's my friend, Allie Isom. She's running for the Senate. Mm -hmm. She booked a room in Hurricane Utah, which was her grandmother's, you know, their hometown. And she wanted to go stay in Hurricane. She booked a room. And when she got there, she was staying in Hildell. Really? Wait a minute. I booked a room in Hurricane because my grandmother lived there. And I ended up staying in Hildell. What the heck? Hmm. So, yeah, we don't want people to feel like they were hoodwinked. <laughs> sure. But uh, then she was, she was happy that she got to stay out there and see the changes and what was happening out there. But, yeah, there's some things that we've still got to clean up. How many miles is a hurricane from Hildale? About 22. 22 miles. and it takes about so- eight minutes. I'm teasing. I'm totally yeah. teasing. <laughs> so, so- <laughs> the way some people drive, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we actually got, long story short, we got pulled over at 4 o'clock in the morning out by Hilldale on, on SR 59. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm sure we were going way You were trying way to make that in eight minutes, I can see. But we were coming back from Phoenix and we were out in the middle of nowhere and it was the middle of the night. And there was no, Nothing. there were literally no other cars except for, I guess, somewhere a police car was parked. Uh, so. <laughs> well, you're welcome. We got the Noah County <laughs> Thank you for your tax money, yeah. Andy. Thank you. <laughs> This was 20 years ago, <laughs> back when you were back when you were five years old. Oh, right. So. There you go. Uh, let's stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I put my glasses on to read. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that, again, Mayor Thursday with Donnie and Jessup from, from Hilldale. Uh, Hilldale is, is, is such a, a kind of a, a cool place. And, 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 and I don't, is it undiscovered? Slightly discovered? Is it? I think it's mis. There's a misperception mm-hmm. of, of of what we are and who we are. Um, I'm proud of my heritage. I'm proud of where I came from. I'm proud of my work ethic and my principles and my ethics. I'm proud of who I am. Um, that's not to say that that's not who I am anymore. But Hildell is different. Hildell is open. We are not a small polygamous village. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different place. And I still, like, first thing you said when we started this program was everybody thinks, oh, out in Hildale, they don't want you out there. They're polygamists that want to be left alone. And it's and it, it it's very far from the truth. But it was that, yeah. yes. And, and I was a part of that. And I wanted to be left alone. I wanted people to go away and just let me live my life. I didn't like cameras over my fence. Yeah. I didn't like being followed down the road with cameras. But I didn't like that people would come into town and be followed around by yeah, by the locals. Yeah. Tru- trucks with dark windows, because yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen also. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so the... all of that history is very much a part of my history and helped make me who I am and helped uh, help me to figure out what I stand for. That, and, and that's well said. And that's kind of the point I was going to make as we close things out here is uh, 
do you like who I am? Do you like what Hilda is, what Donnie Jessup is? If you do, then then you need to understand that all that stuff went into the making of Hilda. Mm-hmm. All that stuff went into the making of Donnie Jessup. All the, right. you know, my life into the making of me. And you may not like some of the things that have happened in the past, or you may like about it. Either way, it just happened. It's a fact. And, and that's why I get so bothered when they tear down statues and, and, mm-hmm. and tear things up from our, our history. Part of our history. That's right. It's, it's, who, we, it's who we are. It mm-hmm. happened. It's not like it didn't happen. So Let's not pretend it didn't happen. Let's yeah. move on from it. But let's not pretend it didn't happen. Yep. Donia Jessup, mayor of Hilldale. Always a pleasure, Donia, having, having you on the show. I really appreciate it. I always love being here. Thank you, Andy. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, tomorrow, Open Line Friday on the Andy Griffin Show. We'll have another little barbecue vignette as well. Please join me then.